Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. Right now, if you want a, a one-shot thing, like turn the temperature down or close the shades, voice is great. If you want a replacement for a human and all you have is voice, that's not going to work. Okay, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson, and this is episode 44, Dialogue Flow Chatbots for Websites. In today's episode, you'll hear me talk with Rob Lubo, the co-founder of BotCopy, a tool that lets you build custom chatbots for your website, powered by Dialogflow. So in this episode, Rob explains the benefits of text-based chatbots. Uh, he shares some chatbot design tips and explains how to quickly create your own chatbot using Dialogflow and BotCopy. We discover some of the major uses for website chatbots and also a new trend for full screen bot landing pages. Rob explains some of the limitations of voice bots, such as high cognitive load and uh, the many advantages multimodal chatbots have over voice bots. Rob is an experienced startup founder and bot developer and shares his advice for people building conversational UI products and startups, such as trying not to emulate a human with a voice only interface. Then we learn why Rob considers himself a transhumanist who's more interested in putting the best of humanity into a bot than creating a new sentient species with AI. It was a really fun, interesting conversation with Rob. Um, lots of actionable ideas. Uh, whatever your involvement in voice, you're sure to get a lot out of this conversation. So uh, listen up. Before that, I just want to say thanks to our new written word sponsor, Finder Fox. Finder Fox is a great new way to get your news from your smart speaker or voice-enabled device. It enables you to get your news stories based on your interests and then learns what you like over time based on your choices. Actually, I've been helping Keith and his team beta test the product and today's the grand unveiling. Finder Fox is officially live. Uh, you can follow all the updates as the product rolls out on their Twitter handle, AskFinderFox, and uh, also check the links in the show notes. And just want to say I'm very proud to have Finder Fox as a sponsor of the Voice Tech Podcast. Finally, a shout out to uh, the Voice Strategy course, something you should put on your radars, officially titled The Voice Course, Practical Strategy and Design. It's uh, a course on Udemy. Uh, it's four and a half hours of on-demand video presented by Sina Kahan and guest speakers. Sina explains the uh, importance of voice technologies to brands, users, consumers, and also teaches you how to design useful and delightful voice applications for your brand. Uh, you'll also learn things like how to get senior level buy-in for voice projects, generate ROI, improve discoverability on voice platforms, and much more. So if that sounds like it's something of interest, uh, check it out. You can use the, the custom link, uh, voicetechpodcast.com slash thevoicecourse, all one word. Uh, you also get 30% off uh, with the code HALLOWEEN19. Uh, it's valid for a month until uh, November 26th, so get it while you can. Uh, that link again, voicetechpodcast.com slash thevoicecourse. Today's episode is sponsored by Georgian Partners, a venture capital firm that invests in growth stage software businesses that leverage conversational AI, applied AI, and trust. With deep technical and industry experience, Georgian's impact team help companies reach maturity in these technologies. Georgian also creates thought leadership materials to help companies create a strategy and implement conversational AI technology. The best way to access this knowledge for free is to listen to the Georgian Impact Podcast which you can reach by going to voicetechpodcast.com slash impactpodcast. 
Uh, they really have some fantastic guests on there, some big names that I'm sure you'll recognize. Uh, what I like about the show is that they cover a wide range of technical and business topics, uh, but also with lots of episodes specifically on conversational AI. So I highly encourage you to check out the Georgian Impact Podcast. Uh, that link again, voicetechpodcast.com slash impactpodcast. I'm on the line with Rob Lubo, the co-founder of BotCopy, based in Los Angeles, uh, Santa Monica, or Silicon Beach, as uh, apparently it's called. Um, BotCopy let you quickly build custom web chat user interfaces powered by Dialogflow. Rob is a sought-after speaker, most recently on the uh, main stage at uh, Chatbots Life Conference in New York this year. Uh, prior to BotCopy, he was an equity co-founder and marketing advisor to Mad Mimi Email Marketing, which was acquired by GoDaddy back in 2014. So Rob, very uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Carl. Excited to be on. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's a topic we haven't covered before, chatbots and the road to voice, of course. Um, maybe you could kick us off by giving us a bit of a, a background uh, about uh, what you've done previous. It sounds like you've got a, a storied career in, uh, in startups and tech. Uh, what led you to where you are now? Um, I actually started as a copywriter. That's how I started my career um, in the big okay. ad agencies and then eventually creative director working on conventional uh, pieces of branding like TV commercials, radio, outdoor so you've gone through a number of evolutions in your career. I was on the branding and the creative side. Okay. And so that's what's led you to create chatbots, of course. Um, where did chatbots start figuring into uh, figuring on your radar? And, and, and what was it that attracted you to them uh, specifically? Um, I noticed chatbots in 2015, 2016, right around the time that people were building messenger bots on Facebook. Um, you know, Poncho, the cat with the, uh, with the rain helmet, uh, the weather cat. I don't know that. No, I missed that one. What's that all about? Uh, that was uh, like in early 2016, 17. Um, I think there was a chat bot that told you the weather and it, the, the avatar was a little cat with, you know, that would tell you what the weather was in different cities, but also you could say, you know, what's your favorite food? And it would say pizza or I'm hangry or something, you know? <laughs> so there was a little bit of range there and, yeah. and, and yeah, but bots exploded. And, and by the time, I noticed that there were thousands of them on Messenger, and it was the number one topic at the F8 conference in San mm. Francisco that year. So that's when I quickly realized, you know, there's not a lot of creative writers in the space. A lot of tech people who know how to build the bots, but there's not a lot of career writers or, or, or seasoned creatives who are lending their skills to these these bots. Right. Okay. So you saw a need. Right. So we... Uh, uh, a couple of us started a company uh, where we were essentially an agency for chatbots. We're going to create pers personas and we're going to bring creativity into it and we're going to design conversational experiences that are branded. Um, and that's where we started as an agency. Um, and we worked with a, a startup called Swell and a startup called Yala. Both of these did pretty well at the beginning. Swell went to number one on Messenger. On Facebook, um, and this again, this was just by adding some some color, some flavor, some persona. We saw huge boosts in um, engagement uh, because finally there were some actual writers who were contributing to the dialogue. So these were Swell and Yellow were chatbot startups in their own right, and you were helping them add persona to their to their bots. Right. They were essentially they were standalone platforms for businesses that were using the chat channel as their main platform. 
Okay. Um, they also had, you know, alternate that websites and so forth, but they were, this was an attempt to, to do a business as a bot, um, for somebody And Yala, I think went to number one on Slack one week. So we, we were pretty encouraged early on. Um, I would say in 2017, we, we started building our own, um, using tools like chat fuel, many chat, and then eventually dialogue flow. And that's when we went from being just a creative agency to a production agency. Okay, excellent. So this is a good point to describe what, what your company does now then. So bot copy, what, 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 what do you guys do? Well, after about a year of creating experiences on um, ChatFuel, we realized that we were limited, so we switched to Dialogflow. And that's when it, it sort of blew it wide open. We realized, wow, we can if we really want to put in some elbow grease, which is, means work really hard um, <laughs> yeah. in, in America, we can um, build bots that can do anything. I mean, we can create follow-ups and follow-ups to the follow-ups to the follow-ups, like fractal, fractally dense conversations that can really do amazing things in a narrow use case. So we, we realized that we wanted to put these experiences on websites because we had some clients at the time that were big companies and they were saying, I don't want a Facebook bot. I want this on my website. And when people go to my website, I don't want to have to, I don't want them to have to log in to Facebook in order to use this experience, nor do I want it to look like a Facebook plugin. I want it to look like it's branded to uh, our company with the company. Absolutely. So then we we saw, well, look, Dialogflow has its omni-channel. So you can put these experiences anywhere except for websites. Um, the one thing they had for website was called Web Preview, and it didn't allow for rich media, and you couldn't customize it. It was very, very weak little tool, um, so it was not usable for what we needed. And the mm -hmm. only other option at that point was to do a custom build, um, which is could could take could cost you know twenty thirty thousand dollars and take months to create the middleware and the front end, and plus it's not scalable, you know. So right. we decided, you know, we we came to this space pretty early where we're building very complex dialogue flow experiences for enterprise. Not a lot of other agencies were doing that, so we immediately saw a need to create a SaaS that would do this in minutes. So if you have a dialogue flow agent, you can now put it on your website in minutes in a rich custom skin. Brilliant. So to break that down for people, so a dialogue flow agent means that you're using dialogue flow, which formerly known as API.ai, I believe. Yes. And they were bought by Google to, to be the, the NLU component, the backbone of their Google Assistant platform. Um, but you can use dialogue flow for chatbots text-based chatbots, conversational user interfaces, as well as Google Assistant, uh, you know, voice bots these days. Um, so you guys chose to use that because it provided you with the, the follow-up feature. It's much more conversational. So ManyChat and all these other platforms were kind of more restrictive. That's what I'm understanding in terms of the, the, the interactivity, at least at the time. Perhaps they, I'm sure they've evolved since then. They have evolved, um, and they, they do connect somewhat to Dialogflow. But at the time, and even still today, you're looking at... Google, you're looking at um, Google Dialogflow, uh, Watson from IBM, MSBot Framework, and uh, Lex, of course, from Amazon, and yeah. a few others uh, that are, you know, Rasa. These are, yeah. they, they provide intents and entities and contexts, input and output contexts. You can do back-end fulfillment. So just a tremendous amount of flexibility if you come to it with the, the wherewithal technologically to, to build in that way. If you want to look, if you want more like a Lego building experience where you want some instant gratification, then you go towards the platforms, uh, which are quite strong, you know, depending on what you want. But we definitely needed those other features. 
Um, and in okay. terms of the NLU, of course, the machine learning that's built into Google Dialogflow is is pretty advanced. I think it's the best one. Yeah, second to none, I think. And so, um, yeah. and then with when you mentioned Google Assistant, I can talk about that too, how that fits into what we're doing. For sure. Um, so to, in order to use your tool, so I just wanted to get clear before we move on, is that in order to use your SaaS product, people use use your product in conjunction with Dialogflow. So they need to log into Dialogflow. It's in Dialogflow uh, that they define their intents and the conversational flow, the logic, the slot filling, all of that kind of stuff is done in Dialogflow. So they would, you know, either people who know Dialogflow have got the advantage and they would gravitate towards your product um, or you would have to follow a tutorial to, to learn the basics in order to create a a bot and then your software uses the the dialogue flow agent to integrate that into a website and that's uh, the service that you guys provide exactly and so our core market are dialogue flow users of course that's the easiest uh, and then people who are thinking about dialogue flow they're hitting that moment where they realize they need a framework an nlu framework um, so yeah that's correct and then you know we also eventually will integrate with some of the other frameworks Okay, got it. Um, you said on, I see on the website, it says the, the agent, the Dialogflow agent, needs to be built with Google Assistant response types in order to work with our product. What, what does that mean? Okay, so when you go into Dialogflow console and you start building out your intents, which is you know, just whatever the user wants um, to, to do, that's what the intent is. So you have to program in a response to that, utter, you know, that query. Um, there are response types. So there's different tabs. There's a default response type. There's a messenger response type, et cetera. And if you click on these tabs, there's, there's also a Google Assistant response type. So our, our users have to click on that. They click on the Google Assistant response type. And then from there, they build out their components, whether it's a simple response, a quick reply, or known as a suggestion chip in Google Assistant. So it, you're not programming, you're not writing custom payloads in JSON. You're just working with the Google Assistant tools, which are pretty easy. You can take a basic card template and populate it. Um, you can put in your, your buttons and menus and so forth, videos, carousels, all of that. As long as they're in Google Assistant response types, then bot copy can, can read them. I see. So that, does that mean it, it doesn't double the, it doesn't duplicate the work then? If you're, if you're building a, a, a chat bot, and then you wanted to port that into Google Assistant as well. You've 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 got the same logic. You've got the same response types already there. So you don't have to do the you don't have to do the work twice. You don't have to do the um, training or the intents or any of that or the context. Okay. You just have to build an alternate response type. Right. Um, Which is right. very and quick work. I mean, when you consider the value of a, of a smart bot on your website, you know, to to invest a day or two, you know. I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month, you unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews, 
And you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get a special role in our online community, high quality episodes with no ads and studio quality sound, and a chance to support the show and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.